And we are live. You can uh, see us on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'll be right back to you, D-Hallers. We'll be right back. House of a Baz, I'm Ronnie Adams. And I'm Jacob Casas, and this episode is called Titan of Faith, and we have a special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself to the people out there? What's up, guys? So I'm Vernell Hill. Um, honestly, I, I would in, in, it's in my professional world, I would sum it up by saying I'm a global businessman, uh, but I'm a father of two, got a beautiful little girl, a one-year-old boy, and a wife. So uh, definitely a family man. Um, other than that, I travel the world. I like to uh, help businesses be successful. I like to help people um, find out how to be successful at what they do, whether that's entrepreneurship or excelling in their craft or just bringing clarity to, um, you know, clear the noise, right? I feel like there's a lot of people with ambitions and, uh, you know, trying to scratch and claw at any kind of... Um, substance something that they can build on right but there's often low low hanging fruit like literally uh within their their reach or right before their eyes that they don't really see so uh, you know i like giving those revelations a lot so yeah so how'd you get started in that like give us give us some background because i know that you 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 were in the national guard yeah so give us a little background on you kind of tell us like where you started when you like where'd you grow up you yes know, sir. let's do and that what, and, and where was your that. Uh, what was your first dreams and aspirations as a kid? Because I know global businessman is who you are now. <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah, no. Yeah. So can you t walk us through like life and you know where did you start? Yeah. You know? So I mean, how long do we have? Because that's a long. Do you take your time. Take your time. time. I'm just joking. I'm just playing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a, take your it, time, it. really is. Yeah. I feel like I've lived like eight, nine lives. That's you great. know. Um, but I grew up between the Inland Empire and L.A. I.E.? Uh, I.E., yeah. Yes, sir. L.A. Absolutely. And, you know, you know what that comes with L.A. culture, you know, gang banging, um, you know, poverty, especially on our side of the tracks. I didn't grow up, you know, I don't have, like, the, the, the story of being a black man who, who grew up in middle class, upper middle class, or upper class, um, definitely was poor. And, um, you know, so so in that environment, you know, that it, it definitely pulled me in in, in different ways. Um, had a lot of, you know... Uh, challenges. Challenges, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Suffered from PTSD, a lot of traumas. That's the word I was really looking for. Mm -hmm. A lot of traumas at a, at a young age that I had to overcome. Um, and then I ended up joining the military at what 17 years old, and I did it on, by on, on an accident. And here's here's what's funny. So I didn't know anybody that 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 uh, around me that was in the military at all. Especially from the background of where you growing the up. The background where I grew up. Yeah. And matter of fact, and this is what's crazy. I had a I had some psychic lady, <laughs> a psychic lady, tell me that I was gonna like join the military or be in the the Marines or something like that. And I was like, hell no, I'll never do that. <laughs> no, I was adamant. I was like, i never do that. Mm -hmm. 
so fast forward, um, about time for me to think about like leaving, you know, getting out of high school and figuring out what to do. You know, my parents are like, uh, you know, so I wasn't because of the trauma and everything that I, that I was doing. I didn't really excel at school. Um, always an athlete, but grades kind of kept me out of being a competitive athlete the way that I should have been. Um, so my parents were like, hey, there's this little gig you can do uh, one week in a month and you can get paid for it and they'll pay for your school. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's called the National Guard. Mm -hmm. I never heard of it. Mm -hmm. And this is the funniest thing. Because we work together. We work together. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> we work together. Like, you know, my, one of my first jobs, you know, because I was a hustler all my life. You know, I wasn't trying to be nobody's nine to five type guy. You know, and yeah. that's when I first met him. He was yeah. young. Yeah, you oh, okay. Young, young. And I was, in, I was in college, you know, and, you know, he, he, he had, you know, we, we worked together. And that's when we first started to click immediately. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So, so, um, so they tell me about this little gig. It's a weekend gig. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's do that. Uh, it, it seems no harm, no, no foul. They said it's a National Guard. It's not the Army. That's that's what was told to me. Mm -hmm. The recruiter went through the thing. Now look, look. I did not read that long contract. <laughs> who do, who does at seventeen? Who does? Nobody does. <laughs> well, nobody like, does. Give me some money. Nobody does. <laughs> they like my boy. Gonna nobody be reads it. I don't care if you read this or not. <laughs> nobody reads it. Shout out to moms and pops. Hey, and and, and, and the recruiter. They knew what they were doing, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Side right here. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And they heard me saying I never joined. And the recruiters was like, "Hey, you can get a bonus of like fifteen hundred dollars." Or two thousand dollars, you know, two thousand seventeen. That was like, I damn. Thought it was, I thought, yeah, yeah. Thought, <laughs> seventeen back then, yeah. you were like, jeez, yeah. I hit the jackpot back then. You know what I'm saying? From, you know right. <laughs> Coming from poverty, right? And so I'm like, all right, uh, cool. I remember asking him, oh, can I get one of those cars too? Because he had a little uh, military-sponsored car or uh -huh. or uh, whatever, you know, little little government car. So, anyways. I'm in ba basic training. I, they finally <laughs> give us our this. uniforms. They finally give us our uniforms. You were like, hey. Yeah. I look down at my uniform and I'm like, <laughs> it says Army. <laughs> they played you. Right? <laughs> Army. <laughs> Wait a minute. It says Army. Yeah. Right? And uh, because I was so physical, it was, it was easy for me to, you know, get sucked into being infantry. So... <laughs> I ended up in in in, in basic. I never heard that story in my hey, life. Nobody's got, nobody's got this story. <laughs> no, Tell no, me right no, now. No, no. Bamboozle. Way to make a movie of that. And it, was <laughs> it already starts it, out good, the movie. <laughs> I'm looking down, and then I'm looking around me, and I'm like, man, there's people from all over the place. My first time being in, like, a cesspool of people. Oh, okay. From all different backgrounds, all different places. Because you grew up in probably in the hood. I grew up, yeah, so, so, absolutely. So now seeing that is a huge, like, eye-opener for oh, you. Right. Big right. eye-opener. Yeah, you're like. Huge eye-opener. You, you, you're, like, used to your block, really. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you see all of the, you know, the testosterone, right? The males, everybody sizing each other up. And, yeah. you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's, like, real. <laughs> It's like, you know, prisoners, so like jail. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's, the people fighting and jumping yeah. each other and, Damn. you know. It was going down. Oh, it was going down. You, 
you know, you mess up. That's you, how it you was do back something then. That you shouldn't do, and you get everybody. So they DP. Smoked. So they DP in, in military. <laughs> in the what? army. What? You get DP'd up. What? There, huh? See, I don't know. I, look, I'm careful about. You oh, know yeah, what yeah. I put out there? Yes, for sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was going down. Just know. They make movies on that. So we kind of like, already know. They already make movies on that. We know what's going on. <laughs> I know. I don't just don't want the people selling yeah. me later on. You right. know what like, saying? hey, <laughs> coming to your door. Man. <laughs> 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 right, 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 right. Oh, man. But, but uh, I made a commitment when I was there. I said, um, look, this is physical. I can, I can, I can eat that up. Spit it out. Right now, the dudes and it, the, the the drill sergeant start getting in my face because you know, like I had a little like an attitude, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, <laughs> like we all did. I'm strong, at yeah, 17. <laughs> absolutely. And they like they swore I wanted to fight them. You know, I was hungry. They depriving us. I'm breaking into the chow hall <laughs> in the middle of the night, stealing packets of peanut butter. <laughs> Dang, it is putting like jail. It, putting it under my arm. Uh, I'm putting the IE. You ain't depriving me. I'm figuring this shit out. <laughs> Bro, I was hungry. Three eight, like t- I'm telling you. So you used to go in the fridge when you want. Now you like you're just stuck in bed. Yeah, and and, and we get. I'd be mad too, you know, man. And then they work you guys out day, hard working, too. Yeah, you working hard. So. Um, when we would eat, yeah, I would like take little, little uh, peanut butter packets and put it in my pocket and put it up under my little my bunkmate snitched on me. What? And I yeah, <laughs> so I ended up you know um, on the smoke list. Uh-huh. So I remember, man, they it, it we like, we're did, in Georgia, mm-hmm. and it's you know how it, for y'all know weather gets crazy in Georgia. It rains a lot during the rainy season, mm-hmm. so we go outside. You got puddles like this deep in the water, in the in the in the uh, the grass, right? You got puddles like this deep. They waking us up at like two in the morning, three in the morning, you know, having us in shorts and 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 on our backs and dunking our head back and doing flutter kicks and doing all of that. And mentally, I felt like, you know, it, that was definitely a challenge. I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to break a little bit. Okay, so, Let me just say. Yeah, I go wanted, ahead, to, ahead, I wanted to break, yeah. but I, my commitment was like I knew that the military was going to be a cornerstone of my success later on. So you already knew right. that at 17 years old? I knew I felt like it was make or break. There's okay. certain moments in your life where you feel like, if I don't do this right now, then my life is going to be different. Mm-hmm. My my life is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Or it's, there, there's going to be a downturn or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just knew with everything within me that I had to get through it. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, no matter how foreign it was. So That's I did. It's pretty interesting to know that at 17. You know what I mean? And and my thing is too is is um how did you how did you at 17 years old, how did you go through that mentally? How did you know I'm just going to do this? And you just kept going through it cuz it was obviously trying to break you. Right. But you didn't break. So how did Absolutely. you go through that? You know, I started to uh I started to conform. You know, I started to learn the ins and outs of how to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I started to, to, to embrace the environment I was in. You knew you okay. was there. I knew I was there. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, I got to lose this chip on my shoulder. And it, I, I got to change the chip on my shoulder because I actually didn't really lose it. I just It just transformed okay. into something else. And, and like, hey, I'm going to do this now. Yeah. That, type of, that yeah. type of feeling? Absolutely. I okay. can't let this go without being said. 
you know, stitches, uh, snitches get stitches. <laughs> I know. Did you end up? Hey, I got. What did you do to that guy? We so, gotta know that. So here's the crazy part. Can't let that live. No, here's the crazy part. No, for sure. So <laughs> I was, tripping, I was, man. I was. Uh, obviously, I was mad. Mm-hmm. I feel like the next day, he got sent home for having like, and this is crazy, testicle cancer. Wow. Oh man, I was in a clown right now, but now you can't yeah. watch it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That I you, was like, God damn. Got no, <laughs> that got him out of there. God got him out of there. God got him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No. You know. But, uh. <laughs> that's an interesting. This is very uh, interesting, man, to hear about your story because, uh, me and you have never sat down and really talked a nope. lot about your military Absolutely. life. So, this is blessing me. I always say that I have a growth mindset, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, that the military represents one of the phenomenons in life that I took a deep note of, where I felt I had that crossroad, right? Like, you know, and on on. Um, I just like how he says <laughs> that says army. I, <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Literally, literally. I can't get over that. National Guard because I'm different. You know. <laughs> I'm not in the military. You He's know. like, what's that? Yeah. Oh, it got me. Dude, it, 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 was, it was guts. <laughs> so I passed that and I come back. And I remember seeing, you know, bro, a lot of, when I came home, just for a little break. Talk about it. I remember seeing a lot of every people I was hanging out with, and friends and, and family in the same exact position. And I was mm-hmm. one of them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the same exact position. Mm-hmm. But I had same cha- mindset, I, too. I had changed. And mindset. Mindset. I had changed so much, so much. I was a different man mm-hmm. when, I, when I came home. A different man. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, <laughs> growth is real. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my first real cognitive experience with with growth it was like this phenomenon i got to you see noticed it. it i noticed it i got to I see it. it you know and it had to so something i could control mm-hmm. it ain't like Ooh. i had a i had a growth spurt and i just end up seven foot tall tomorrow right, right, right. you know what i'm saying it was something that was within my power yes. right mm-hmm. so i took that and i was like okay i got a six year contract i'm about to go crazy I'm about to go crazy. So out of the six years, I spent more than five of those years deployed. Got the honor to, to serve in a special operations unit while I was in, right? High speed, you know, amazing stuff. Sniper qualified, all of that. Damn. It was amazing, amazing time. So I got to operate at a very elite level when I was in and understood what elite leadership looks like, what elite teams look like. Mm-hmm. Things that Harvard Business School, you and know, creates publications. Yeah. No, they, they study military leadership. Oh, okay. And make publications about it to teach corporate business leaders on how to be better huh. leaders. Because leadership is one of those things that's elusive. Let's get into that. It's always let's changing. Get, let's get into leadership. So leadership is, um, just so you understand, like, so House Over Baz, we have a list that we, we, we think that makes a howler, mm. makes somebody, and leadership is one of them. Yeah. Leadership's a big part of it. Now, howlers are all leaders at some point, right? 
But but at the end of the day, too, every man, regardless, at some point in his life has to be a leader. Yeah. Uh, because they have to leave their home. Absolutely. So no matter what that that gene is in them, it lives in them. It, it, it's, it's they're born with that. Yep. So now, now go ahead. I want you to go into your beginning of leadership that you're just talking about. So I think the, the, the thing I like to understand about leadership is that um, it's always evolving. It's always changing because the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I like that. The world is changing. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't have this idea that you're a leader, but you're going to stay the same. <laughs> That's the first time we so, heard that. So, so in order to be, like, a great leader, first you got to lead yourself. Definitely. You have to lead yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about leading the family, right? And there's a lot of different, we're multidimensional people. You know, we do things in different areas and, and, and spheres of, of influence, right? So the best resource that we can invest in is us. Fire. Is us. Fire. Right? So if there's an area, for example, I'm going to just talk business because I like, you know, yeah, do your thing. being a business person, right? Um, a lot of times, you know, I, I get a kick out of this. You know, you can have somebody who's the CEO of a company and they got a PhD. They got two PhDs. I've known people like that. And uh, maybe they, they lead a 10,000 person company. Um, now this is figurative. This is not anyone specific I'm thinking about, right? Just hypothetical. Mm-hmm. They lead a 10,000 person company. Company's growing. Um, but now, you know, pandemic hits, right? Um, a lot of, some of those people have gotten comfortable and they rest on their loins because they feel like they're so accomplished. Right. They feel like they've done so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I've got two PhDs. I've proven myself. Mm. Y'all just follow me. I don't have nothing else to do. Just follow me and ask me questions, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, just, or, or follow me and take my direction, and that's it. Right. But there were a lot of companies who, even, who were exposed even during the pandemic with their inability to lead because they could not <clears throat> adjust on time. And then you got, you know, case studies you, you know I learned in in business school of things companies like uh, you know blockbuster you know everybody yep. knows about that right mm-hmm. it's no longer around yeah. because things changed yeah and you have people who get you know ego stunts leadership right you got people who get so high and mighty and so egotistical that they think they got a corner on it on the market and and, and they don't have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. No, make any more changes, and uh, they end up obsolete. Damn. Unable to lead. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Where broken uh, that, leadership comes from. 100%. Well, that's what we were talking about, too, before, is, um, is it's important because to not get complacent when, when, you're, when you're a business owner. So I own a business, um, and that's what we're talking about, a Baz, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like a howler could be bazzing out. And I, and I know I was telling him firsthand, I was bazzing out. I got complacent. A howler could be bazzing out. Yes, for sure. A howler could be bazzing out. I was bazzing out. So you got to recognize what you're doing. Like, yeah. I feel like I was, I was bazzing out and I was getting complacent, comfortable with the same amount of money. 
and it, it was never, it's never fluctuating up. It keeps just going this way, right? Instead of learning, okay, I need to get back in this, get my head strong again and start pushing. And it's hard to get out of that. Even as an entrepreneur, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm here, but I could be here, but I'm comfortable right now. So you got to get out of that Baz mentality and push your business again. And it's hard because you get stuck just like a regular employee of your own business. <laughs> and that's where I had to adjust. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're an employee of your own business. Wait, but look, here's what's funny. So you're saying that, right? And I tell people all the time, you have to work yourself out of a job. You don't title you don't title yourself out of a job. Mm -hmm. A CEO is an employee. Yeah. And I talk to so many entrepreneurs, all they do is spend their time, well, a lot of their time, going on campaigns about how being an employee is stupid. But you're a CEO. If you know what that means, you're an employee. Right. And you shouldn't talk bad about it, the, the status of an employee when you not only are an employee, mm -hmm. but you're going to need employees Definitely. to build your business. I love that a lot. That, that even changed my mindset a little bit right Because that's yes. leadership. Yeah. Yes. That's leadership. Yeah. Leaders don't talk bad about positions they need mm -hmm. and yeah. people they need. Right. 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 You, you want to you lift up, like, what that is yeah. right? and what that means right. and the, the purpose behind it. And I learned something so valuable, man, in, 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 in a lot of my different experiences um, years and years and years ago, more than, I want to say like probably a decade ago, um, I was an ad consultant working for um, an ad agency. And they sent me out of town to work on this market in, in uh, southern Utah, northern uh, Nevada, parts of, of uh, Arizona that are connected. And Prior to this, I used to help, you know, businesses. I used to consult businesses on their marketing budgets, you know, how to target their specific audience, use different platforms, um, grow their business, right, reduce their customer acquisition costs, things like that. The mo majority of the businesses I, w I worked with previous to this, they cared about scaling. They cared about growth. When I went out to southern Utah, uh, and, and in that area, I worked with a lot of mom and pop shops, a lot of locally owned businesses that could care less about scaling. They've been in business 60 years. Oh, yeah, there's so many businesses like that. Even 70 years. They're, they're heroes in their little market. Yeah. Right? Right. Some people genuinely prefer to be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. It's they get comfortable there, 100%. too. hundred percent. No, it's, it's comfortable. And it's easy right. to get comfortable They don't there. care about scaling. They don't yeah. care about franchising. That's, all, that's what I'm trying to do right now, matter of fact, franchise. Yeah, their resources, their, the, 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 the revenue of their business depends on what their local market really knows and their connection, their loyalty. Yeah, you're going to be a regular right. on this their show. Their loyalty. Talking about business. Yes, I yes. already know this is what's going down. <laughs> and you I'm know. sorry, but it is what it is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You want to know what? I've got to, I have to say this. Um, you want to know how I knew Vernell was going to be a leader? 
when we first start working together, like his boldness is his tenacity. You know, he was like, it was like, you know, we had managers over us. You know what I mean? And he would like, he would look at them crazy when they try to tell him what to do. So I like, can't nobody lead this dude? You think you gonna be able to tell this dude what to do? He was young and hey. old. You know what I mean? He even came at me. I'm a little older than Vernell. He came at me like, bro, I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> you think you good? And I was like, this is good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I already knew, like, you know what I mean? He's going to make sound decisions the way he want to. Not yeah. because someone else told him to or led him to do it. You know what I mean? Every decision was because he was strong enough to make that decision. And any any yeah. type of consequence or anything that came with it, he was willing to be able. He was he was going to be able to handle. It. <laughs> Before, because I I know we're we're not going to get into this yes. if we don't do it right now. Let's go. What do you do exactly then? Because we we I know we're not going to get into it if we just yeah. keep oh, going. No, no, no. We then, we can, then we then we keep going. You know how this is going to go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so I'm a channel sales manager and a okay. sales development executive for. Uh, a global industrial technology uh, company, right? So um, what my day-to-day -day looks like is working with um, Fortune 100, 500, um, you know, executives, leaders, uh, could be the chief technology officer, could be global director of engineering. And these are brands that everybody knows, from Oracle, Coca-Cola, Okay. You know, Dang. Amazon. I mean, you you name it, right? Like that's these are the types of companies you work with. Right? <laughs> so, but these, it, it, it's this interesting. Is my business partner. The <laughs> <laughs> um, so so some of the most powerful companies on earth that even pe most people haven't even heard of. I could name a company called uh, Foxconn. Most people are like, "What's Foxconn?" I think it's about a trillion dollar Damn. company. Yeah, they they do the manufacturing for or contract manufacturing for Apple and a lot of other companies. Wow, right? Yeah, you know they're making money yeah. for Apple. So so I work with these um, engineering houses um, or executive teams, and I position myself as a strategic advisor. On uh, some cases. We're genuinely innovating, so I'm solving a unique problem that they present. So they say, hey, look, uh, we want to reduce fatalities on construction sites. We've got the global market share leadership in this sector. Tell us how we can use technology to accomplish that. Wow. So I say, okay, very innovative. We're building, right? So I bring the team together, internal resources, so engineers that I'm connected with. I have a huge ecosystem of partners, so I pull together the ecosystem. Um, you know, it could be ISVs, which is uh, independent software vendors. Uh, it could be SI, which is a systems integrator. It could be a consulting firm. It all depends, right, on what the needs are. So I assess and I understand what the needs are pull together the specific partners that are going to help accomplish it. Because mm -hmm. when you want to make a big move, you need multiple partners Definitely. together. Yes, sir. Right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to say that real quick because I know maybe your audience, mm -hmm. right, might have be a mix of people. Mm -hmm. Most people aren't in the industry I'm in. Maybe they're in, um, you know, maybe they're an entrepreneur, but there's a lot of people with a hero 
mindset. That's hero good. hero syndrome. Want to do it you, by themselves? You got to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. It got to be you. especially the older dudes. Right. Absolutely, they don't they don't uh, they don't want to take any advice, and it's scary for them. And, I, and most of the time, it's, it's scary for them. They just want to admit it. They're just like, I, I ain't 100%. doing nothing new. Right. I, I, I want to stay the same that I'm doing because it's comfortable. And people and, are selfish. Uh, big yeah. eyes, little you. That's a big this thing. This is just yeah. me. Look yes. what I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Look 100%. what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Selfish is a big thing too. It becomes a. All, it becomes more about ego and less about business. Mm. We knew somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, more and, about and, ego, less about business. Yeah. You know, when, when, when you've got players and you know what everybody's contributing and you can actually speak to the numbers mm-hmm. and make accurate projections mm-hmm. or you understand how to get to a specific number mm-hmm. that makes sense, for everybody to invest all of their resources into this, yes, right, and, and go and create something. That's big, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 that makes it a no-brainer, right? But when you, all you bring in is your ego, mm-hmm. and you can't speak to numbers, yes, you know, and and you gotta have, you gotta be fifty-fifty split. It gotta be sixty-forty. You gotta, and you know, there's different deals where you can you gonna lose people financial models, but right, just saying, right. you know. You're gonna lose your team. Put your pride to the side, you yes. know, so you can so you can build your pie, right. you know. Um, Good. And that's and that's external partnerships, internal partnerships. It could be you know all of the all of the above. But I just wanted to kind of, you know, pinpoint that pinpoint that a hundred percent. So bring these people together, these companies together. We help scale that that uh, business. I mean that um, product in their portfolio from proof of concept to maturity. Globally, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then there's a lot of different ways that I I, I work with stuff. But uh, I've helped, you know. Um, there's there's a so I manage right now uh, forty million dollars, forty two million dollars in um, you know projects, wow. partnerships. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I grew that from twelve million dollars, twelve million dollars to, to, to forty two million. About two years. Whoa, that's a big accomplishment. <clears throat> Can you yeah. say the comp- what company, or is it a bunch of it's companies a, it's, it's, c- combined? Yeah, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. combined. that's crazy. My personal, yeah, yeah, what I personally oh, did all together. Managed. This wow. is not. This is not. You know, looking at what is the quantifiable value of what I've done for businesses on their end, because mm-hmm. they're selling the end product, right? Yeah. Or, you know. Um, you know, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know what? You know, explain that though, because they they might not, mm-hmm. and, and I think it'd be a good thing to explain to people yeah. what that is. Yeah, especially from our area, because I'm, I know we have a lot of people listening from our area, and they don't understand business. A lot of them, man. Okay, so so, so let me let me break that down. So give that multi pronged partnership as an example, creating something new in the construction industry. I have what I'm charging. So when I say I grew my projects, I'm talking about what I'm getting revenue for from started at $12 million Mm -hmm. and it grew to $42 million, right? That's what me, my, my cost X, Y, and Z. Um, But that's not the value, the overall value of what I've helped develop and put into the market, Mm -hmm. right? You've got, in, in some cases, um, all of these other companies, they're putting on their margin, 
right? They're charging their costs. Got it. And then what that means to the end user, you know, uh, it, it, it could be, um, for example, and I can speak on this, um, the construction industry solution was with a company called Oracle. And um, they have a billion dollar market that's already rolled out. They're looking to, they do billion dollar projects in, in Dubai, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you could say that that's to them that that's worth, you know, a couple hundred million dollars. Mm. Just that alone. Wow. Right. In the short term. Right. Not long term. Wow. So. Question. So uh, you mentioned earlier about business school. You know, did you learn a lot? You know, tell us where business school you went to and yeah. did you learn a lot so, through your business school? I did. I did. So I went to uh, Cornell University, Johnson Graduate School of Management. <clears throat> And um, you was always known earned. for uh, reading a lot of books when we were growing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It was crazy. From the hood? Yeah. <laughs> hey, from the hood. And, 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 and it always I touched me. I watched the movies for the, for the hey, book reports. Bro, it, it literally, literally, it always, it always touched me when I would see it. Like, you know, like, man. oh, he going to be somebody. Even you already knew he, at that point, huh? It, I, man, even though he was, you know, who he was, yeah. you know, he was still aggressive and still, you know, out yeah. there a little bit. He's all beat you in my book. But he still would read. So yeah. he was exercising his mind, too, making sure that he was going to be somebody still. Yeah. I always felt extremely intelligent. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, or actually younger, I used to just read the, the dictionary. I don't know why. I used to just, like, yeah. know, let me... Let me learn words. You can express yourself better. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, no, yeah, yeah. I earned uh, credentials in business uh, strategy. Cornell. Yep, executive leadership, project management, performance leadership, uh, project leadership. All of these 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 areas. Um, so that was a good time. Right now, I'm in a master's program at MIT for developing Right now economics. you are? Yes. Oh, you're still developing your balls. Mind. Growth mindset. The Dang. balls. Growth mindset. <laughs> Growth mindset. The balls. <laughs> wow. That's that. That's impressive, That's man. Just, uh, that really is. Yeah. Yes, sir. But um, he humble, too. I know him. He's a humble man, for sure. Appreciate that. You well, know. Well, we should get into the, the first question, man. You finished talking about? You want to go into a little bit more? Whatever, you, However you guys want to go. Whatever direction okay. you want to go. So, okay, so, go ahead. You want to ask you go it? Ahead. You okay, go ahead. so the, the the beginning of of, of of being a howler, the beginning of all of it, it I feel like it, it it's from one foundation, right? Everything has to start somewhere, and um and and we say God fearing. So being a being a, a a howler, I feel like you need to be a God fearing man, because um everything like stems from that. Yeah. So in your life, what does God mean to you? Nothing more po more potent than the power of God. You know, there's no power um, on earth more potent. And that's from somebody who's, you know, been around the world, fought wars. Literally, when I tell you that I was in the special ops in a special ops unit in Afghanistan, I went to they I went to Iraq. Them. I went to war. Mm -hmm. I wow. spent more than six of those out of the six years. I spent more than five of those years deployed. Different deployments. So, thank God he's alive. Thank God I'm alive, and thank God I got my right mind. Yes. 
you know, yes. for real. Yes. And that's a part of like how God is so powerful. Yeah, that makes me that, that makes me feel a hundred a hundred percent. So being God fearing that, and then you you because you were talking about how you were having PTSD. That did that have to do with with um, the being in, being in the army or being um, are, are you because I think you said from your neighborhood too. Yeah, a mix of both, right? My mom's was shot when I was like nine, almost murdered my dad too. Uh, was almost murdered. I mean, I can go down the list of like violent traumas that made me very. I'm gonna just be real. Like, I'm I was caring. very. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a word. Absolutely. You were cold. I was, was cold. very uh, fierce. Yes. Just very. Yeah. I didn't play any games. I w- was like about the no hesitation life. And. That's something also that was reinforced when I was in special ops because it's like you you at war and you see thousands of rounds going down. First of all, you really get to see humanity, you know. So to to to, to a point about like I got to measure myself against thousands and thousands of other soldiers and um, really see like he's a howler. What's in somebody's 100% heart? Hundred percent from you 16. Know, really get 16. to see what's in somebody's heart from sixteen. He's a howler. Dude, you guys will howl right now on that mic. Get the moon behind you, everything. Howl on that thing. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, got to 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 measure myself, you know, um, you know, at at, at war from seeing a lot, from seeing a lot, and I and and so being highly trained, so seeing a lot going into the military with all of that trauma, I said, look, I'm gonna arm myself. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to be the best. Like, I don't care if there's a, what human is in front of me. If it comes down, like, war is war. You know, it's life and death, right? So I, I made sure I felt confident. But the thing I wasn't confident about was, um, you know, there, it just takes one round to kill you mm-hmm. out of thousands, regardless of how better I can shoot, right? It just it just takes. Say that again. So. Say that again. Yeah. Regardless, said, regardless, it takes one. Round. It just takes one. It just takes one. And. That's crazy. I, you know, I saw it happen. I saw people get hit, and, um, you know, they were well trained, right? But it happened. So and that's when you begin to see the power of God at his at his finest, the yeah. potency of God. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's. That was when I was like, okay. He got me. <laughs> God is real around here. No, I'm just, making it out of here. I just felt like I needed to be, you know, really vigilant and, and not hesitate. And um, my mind was, was, was very strong, and it put me in a very dark place, you know. There was no human being who was ever going to talk to me, talk sense to me, and make me feel... You know, at that time, different. At some of my darkest times, it was like, oh, no. And uh, at, for a while, I felt like God gave up on me because I had went through so much and I saw so many, so much death, so much evil, you know, so much hurt. And I remember having this real dialogue with God like, oh, all right, I'm going to just go. I'm, for real, I just, I'm going to just go live for the devil. I remember we were driving in the desert, going to the desert yep. when you was in, um, what's that city out there past Palm Springs, past everywhere? Uh, 
El Centro. El Centro. When I was out there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the stuff that you were saying and the, how you were questioning. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it almost made me question that I grew up in the church. I was like, this brother deep. <laughs> like, this bro deep. I grew up in the church, and I'm thinking, like, I'm listening to him. Like, man. And I knew it was military, and I knew it yeah. was, you know, I don't. He didn't. He didn't grow up in a Christian home. No, you know, did not I mean? grow up in church. Oh, so so church. then you found God in your life throughout your Absol- life. I did not find God through religion. Yeah, no, yeah, not through religion. Not, not through religion. religion. No, I found God on deployment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. Well, actually, let me say this. He found me. Right, 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 right. You know, I was the so one talk who was about lost. That. I was the one who was lost. You know, dealing with so much hatred and anger and wanting to give up. Um, I just had a, a supernatural encounter on a mountaintop on a secret mission. It was weird, man. You know, I feel like now I should talk about it. Talk about it. I remember bits and pieces of the story. Okay. Know. All right. So, so when I tell you my anger was palpable, I was like, you know, I had a murderous spirit and it was very, I it wasn't the person like you couldn't joke with me. It was all like just straight to killing and, and just so mad. I, I was so mad. I was walking around and I would just be sitting there thinking about all the things I'd witnessed and been through, you know, innocent people I've seen get hurt and just have tears going down my, my, my face in anger. You had a death stare when you came home one time. <sighs> And I seen it in you. See, you're a witness, right? Yes, you I'm a witness. <laughs> you're I'm a witness. Like... I could pull up a, a a a picture right now, and I I promise I've given I shared this with people, and they like, you know, some people a lot of people get chills from it, and they know I'm a di- I was a much different person at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't even look nothing like I I used to, but point is, um, so I'm on this mountaintop dealing with this murderous spirit. And then um, I was searching for answers. I remember I was like, it was beautiful. I kept looking out, and I could see the city. I was in um, Eastern Europe, uh, actually, like, near Montenegro. And um, so I'm looking out, and some told me to look up, and I see a cloud right above me. And it looked like an eye. And me being such a strong person, you're not going to trick me. Like, I'm not into the hocus pocus. Dudes used to say that they used to see ghosts in Iraq and and all of these different things. I wasn't into that. I'm not not on that. It needs to be real. So I'm looking at this this cloud, and I'm like, this is different. It looks different. It feels different. And um, God gave me a witness. One of my one of one of my guys came. Just so happened, we we don't do this, but he just came and 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 walked right next to me, and I was waiting for him to see it, and he was just looking out, and I told him to look up, and I swear it looked like he got struck by lightning. Mm. Every hair on his body stood up, and he literally jolted like. You know, really reacted. And he looked away and would not look back. I said, look back. Like, he would not look back. You know, it was was like a real thing. Mm -hmm. So he leaves, 
and me feeling so high and mighty and strong and I was I was a strong person and I had this strong spirit and so I said, you know what? I'm gonna look at it, and I'm gonna like really Thanks. test you, it you out. You didn't even want to look I'm at it. I'm gonna test it. Huh? At first, you were like not even looking at it. No, I, like, I I'm looked look at, at it. it again. No, I looked at it, but I, it made me want to look away. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. right. At first, I was like, I looked at it. I was like, uh, and I looked away. Damn. And then he did it. He wouldn't look back. <laughs> he left. That's crazy. And then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna see who's more powerful, right? So, anyways, I, I go and I look at it. I promise I felt like this that spirit came when it, it went on my back. Mm. I literally felt like so I've felt explosions before. And a weird thing about an explosion, you see the wave coming, and then you actually feel it hit the front. Mm. No, 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 you feel it hit the front mm. and you feel it go through exactly. and then out your back. Mm. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Wow, God, is that you? That's crazy. That's literally what it felt like. And then this spirit left. That spirit that was so vicious and murderous and savage. You mean it left? Like it, it was gone? It was gone, bro. Wow. This is me on a mountaintop. Wow. You no church. <laughs> no church. No church. Me on a mountaintop, not growing up in church. It wasn't religion because I, I was not religious. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't, no one taught me this. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things you see, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people in church mimic each other. Right. It's not the real thing for a lot of They just mimic. Right. They learn things As from each talk. other. Right. And how it looks, and this is how it's supposed to look. Right. I didn't have none of that. And it's years and years and years of people mimicking each other, and this is how church should be. 100%. And this is how you should act. And 100%. This is your pedigree and all this. Oh, this is, this is what a man of God looks like. Right. Look at the man of God. Right. So what happened after it left? Like, what happened to you? So after, here's the crazy part. The thing I was searching for before this happened, I remember I felt weird because I kept trying to visualize my life. And I was like, I can't see the future. I kept trying to, before, I kept trying to think through and like, I just literally could not even think. Think about the future, like like seeing your life. I couldn't later see on. ahead. Couldn't see anything. I couldn't even th- could not see ahead. It was literally blank. I didn't know what that meant. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what that meant. After the spirit left, Damn. crazy. All of a sudden, I can visualize the future. Open up your mind and your heart. And All your of a sudden, I can visualize the future. Is open. <laughs> Every All of a sudden, open. I'm getting inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm getting inspiration. Yes. And it didn't take religion. No. It just took God. It took God. I'm getting inspiration. I'm getting like, oh, I'm royalty. This is crazy, right? And so I knew literally at that moment, I said, oh, I'm going to live for God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live for God. And then about two or three weeks later, my best friend was murdered. I come down, my best friend is murdered. Rest in peace, Dominic. Dominic, rest in peace, my brother. He was murdered. And had I got the news when I was in my former state, see, like, okay, let me say this. You would have went wild. Yeah, after after that happened, okay, I started to get revelations. I started to be able to see my future or see things and hear things about myself, oh, I'm going to live for God. Then I felt 
I felt joy for the first time ever. I didn't know how to have a clue why I felt so happy. Mm. It wasn't even just circumstantial happiness. I was literally in the same place. I started to really enjoy things. and But I felt joy. Did people it, see the difference in you? Were they like looking like, what's going on here? Uh, I'm not too sure because... Everybody's just... Going one way. Yeah. Right but imagine if you didn't find God, what would have happened? You came home three oh weeks later. Goodness. You would have you would have went nuts. I didn't even for go home. I was when I heard I I probably wouldn't even made it back. Because mm. I was in Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I probably would have done something stupid on base. The way I was so mad. Matter of fact, matter of fact, when I made the report, I said my brother's murdered. I need to go home. My commanding officer, matter of, he was behind me, you know, and you got your little rituals in the military. You got to stand and parade rest and do all of that. So I'm standing in there, and I had my, uh, one of my leaders with me. He says, oh, yeah? How'd he die? Right? And I was, I was raw, but I didn't have... I was raw from the the experience of hearing, seeing, oh, he he passed away. And uh, I turned around, and I remember looking at him with this, like, because it the spirit was gone. It wasn't that yeah, I didn't have the capacity. You would have probably ringed him up. Yeah, it wasn't that I didn't have the capacity to just, like, go kill Mo. Yeah. I was still in the military. I was still me. Yes. I yeah. could still go kill Mo. Yes. You know, but it, I didn't have this Ill, irrational yeah. force that I, I had before. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I know at that moment, it wouldn't have been good up in that room, for sure. But uh, anyway. What have you learned from your past? That I've learned a lot. I mean, a lot of, a lot of ways. Um Mm. Peace. Definitely. Well, that's I've 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 received peace and and joy. Um What have I learned? I I'm trying to sum it up in a in a shorter way. Or do you want me to just start just do, do throwing, your thing, man. throwing it off? Do your thing. All right. We're capable of anything, and it doesn't, the way that things look when you're young is not how it is, and the way you think that things will turn out mm. may not be how it goes. That's good. You know, so um, That's great. I've seen things really 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 turn out way different than what i thought they what would be it looked like, like. Yes. yeah and and what it looked like at the time mm -hmm. you know but um growth is always possible growth is possible and and having a dream you know having a dream is different than 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 having 
um, a vision and insight like I talked about earlier, like just a moment ago. Vision and insight, being able to visualize yourself and have an insight, that's different. But having a dream, anybody could do that. Talk about it. Anybody could dream about being more than where they are, right? Above where they are. Right. Anybody can uh, just use your imagination about, you know, um, any skills that you have. What does that look like at the highest level? I like that a lot. Yes. Any that skills that you have, at the highest. what does it look like at the highest that's level? That's fire. That's fire right there. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, um, man, I don't know if I want to get you in deep on this, some of this stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Because, um, okay, my whole thing is, is courageous. So I feel like every howler has to be courageous at some point in his life. But he has to feel fear. Yeah. Before he can be courageous, he has to fight through that fear. Can you tell us a time that you had to fight through fear in order to be courageous. Yo, this is a uh, one of my favorite topics. I'm glad you mentioned it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because um I literally was just talking to the wife. Um as a matter of fact, yeah, I was just talking to the wife about something I was reminded of it, with a, a conversation I had with a friend. Um, I think the one, like, it, in my, from my perspective, you know, one of the apexes of power, personal power, is when you're you're like that with personal power is when you're when you are completely confident comfortable in all aspects of your life no matter where you no no matter no matter what situation you you end up in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you have um you know you're capable because you have you know how to deal with it right you you know how to deal with it how where does that really come from that that comes from confronting your fear so um i, I know no you're good you, okay finish you okay say, you're good so uh i remember when i went to when i went to iraq you know there was dudes who, who were trembling on the flight on the way over they're literally lip is shaking these are highly trained dudes but first time in combat yeah right um so lips shaking it didn't hit me then. <laughs> so I was looking at them and I'm like, okay. Y'all oh, you scared, huh? Yeah, you scared. <laughs> you scared, huh? Yeah. We was in training. You was real tough. Right, yeah. they, they All confront, of a sudden. They confront that, they confront that fear now. So, on that plane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and uh, they get off the plane with jello legs, you know? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. But. It hit me the first time. So we we were at a camp Camp Slayer in Iraq, and uh, first time getting ready to leave the wire, 
wires go into, you know, enemy territory, off base, mm-hmm. and go run a mission. So I'm in the I'm in the Humvee, and I'm looking out, and I'm like, oh, this is hostile, all hostile land, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm just looking out, like there are so many threats mm-hmm. everywhere. Enemy and it, territory, the, off base. The the <laughs> the reality get the questions. <laughs> <laughs> the reality of of being at war, the reality of the situation just hit me mm-hmm. all at once. Like it's real. It's not practice. Yeah. It's not you know. And uh, I remember feeling like like oh shit, right? Like my legs are buckling. You know, little not I won't say buckling like a lot, just a little bit. I felt a little stiffness. Mm-hmm. Right, and cold feet. It, it's a weird sensation. Mm-hmm. It's a weird sensation, but you know, mm-hmm. it was it's genuinely, serious. genuinely fear. Mm-hmm. Um, the good thing is when you do so much training, right? You can. The hope is that you get to a place where, when you can't think, because if if you're in a scenario, you, you know, fear or emotion got to you, you fall back to. You your habits yeah. right your Very level your, your level of training right right when you drill so much training in you but i quickly got over it um what i started to do was think through about this the, you know the scenarios i was afraid of and i would i started to have a game plan i started to visualize right like my steps through things i started to really mentally prepare because before I, I didn't really know what to expect even though we did training but the environment is different, still yeah. different. So I'm like, oh, what's going to come and yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, I just played mental chess and, 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 and was able to uh, empower myself through that so that I knew how to respond. Yeah. And that's a part of the, the you know, core capabilities, your holistic strength power your holistic ability to respond well mm-hmm. like really well it takes courage really well it takes courage and it takes it takes mental chess it's like you you got to play run through the moves and then you, you you really just do it right um so you fought through it yeah 100 percent. you was yeah. howling Boy, howling, <laughs> howling. Yowling. When I say howling, man, <laughs> absolutely. And then, and then, you know, being and you looking at people and they got the look of hatred on their face. You know, a lot of the, uh, you know, ISIS or whomever, the people, uh, they look at you. They they got this deep, intense hatred. You know, it looks different than out here. And they got it's a force of evil that they have. It's different out here than than out here. You know, they got hours and hours of fire gunfights. They've been doing that for hundreds of years. You know, their level of evil is not the same as is 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 what it looks like out here. Now, did a lot of this make you feel that this is this is the why you have this is why you call yourself a person of a titan of faith? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's end, let's end it with that because we did that time. Mm-hmm. So so like like let's do that. Titan of faith. She said we're good. Oh, we're good? Okay. Let's do the Titan of faith then. Yes. I want to get into that. Yeah, so. That's what I want to yeah. get into. Is that why you call yourself a person, like, as a, a Titan of faith? Yeah. Explain that to us. I, I, I say that because I've genuinely encountered God. 
genuinely. Well, don't you think that's kind of crazy? Have you thought? I don't know if you thought of this, but, <laughs> but people say this all the time. Like, I found God on the mountaintop. Right, right, You literally right. found I God literally on did. the mountaintop. And no folks are saying it figuratively, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you, and that really happened to you. Yes. Or they go, maybe they go on a camping trip and they go, they go pray and they get a good revelation. Cool. Right. Or they go to church and get a good revelation or building or something. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They go there with the intent. Yes. To find God. To find God. Mm -hmm. That's not what my story is. That's like a Bible story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Burning you know, Bush. Like, yeah. It's like that. That's crazy to me. It's man. insane. Yeah. Insane. So, um, honestly, the thing that I feel qualifies me to say that or the reason I say that is because I know I've genuinely encountered God, not just in near-death experiences, but God has had his hand on me, man. From the beginning. From the beginning and very pivotal times. Um, Th that's what I want to say, too. So he built you. We're we death. I don't care, man. We're definitely having him on again. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not even, I'm not joking. I told you he was going to come at all. Like, I want to make I you a regular. I'm not joking. Let's do it. Hey, I I'm serious. Serious. I'm on. Like, I want to bring go. him up for business. I want to bring him up. <laughs> yeah. His story keeps need, needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, That's I'm what I'm saying. How long we got? Hey, we didn't, we didn't, even, hey, we didn't no. even get to we didn't we didn't even get, get a third. Oh my god! We didn't even get to a third of what, of what we were supposed to get to. But it's fine because I told him yeah, before. Dude, I said, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, you right love now. Him, he gonna kill it. I know. I know. He gonna be on here more than one I, time. And I, and I was like, all right, cool. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like I already knew him almost from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna make you a house over bass. That's what it comes down to. I'm just talking. I'm telling the people right now. Like if this dude wants to. Yeah. I want you to be a regular on. Absolutely. I talk about um, basically management, like manage. We could do like a management Monday with yes, him. Yes. Talk about all finances, yes. all this stuff has to do with, with that, and we'll do a regular thing with you, man. Let's do it. Because um, you have a lot of knowledge, and and we're we're trying to do something different for the Inland Empire, and then we got to get more into your story. You gotta forget, he's my business dude. partner first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, uh, <laughs> he, he my business partner. What you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. We bring him in for house over bath. One hundred, one hundred percent. So you guys will be seeing more iron sharpens iron, and we sure. grow together. Oh, dude, and I, that's what I, people got to understand. There's no uh, little eyes. I mean, and um, and big U's, or big U's and little eyes, both. You know what I mean? Did I say that right? He, you know what it means. You know what I mean. You know what it means. <laughs> we grow together. That's for sure. We grow together. It's, it's a team. Well, when somebody knows more than you on, on certain fields and certain things, but you, you just right off the bat, you're like, hey, let's just let's just bring them in the pack. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right away, man. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, yeah, I got you got to come back, man. Yeah. Let's end it with the, so, with the question we always end with. Okay, one, one more question. We got this one. Yes. Okay, so... Every with everything that happened to you, in the in the army, um, in business, finding God on that mountaintop, let let's just like. This is, I feel like this is gonna be easy for him, man. Like 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 wiping the money, cars, clothes, everything that you've been through, but you butt naked standing there. Who are you? Who is Vernal Hill? <laughs> Who are you? Oh man. Uh... I'm somebody who's going to figure out how to put clothes on his back and how to not be naked. No, but for no, no, no. But honestly, but honestly, no, that's that's a good spirit. Like, no, that's a good question. Here's here's what here's what's what else is funny about that, that that same image you give. So when I 
in my experience of getting to see people and get to see human nature and people tell on themselves like really what's inside um that's how i that's that was a huge confidence establisher for me because i got to see really what's inside people isn't about how they look or that vibrato or the representation that they that you might meet at first right and so what i started to do um was literally like it would be like these folks are naked figuratively but you know what i'm saying it'd be like they're naked i see them the discernment i see them i see right through them mm-hmm. and i know the truth right so i started to look at all people like that like hmm because you know how you can be intimidated some people they they carry themselves a certain way or especially when you're figuring things out i don't care what anybody says you know, everybody's sizing up the room and they're trying to yeah. figure 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 things out. Mm-hmm. Only Hallers though, really. Yeah. You know the Baz ain't doing that. No, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Baz is in the in in the corner, you know, tuck tuck tail. They wanna look like a fur ball, not not you know. <laughs> but um but who 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 am I? Naked. Your heart, um, your intellect, you know, yeah. who are you, your soul? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a powerful person. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely somebody who, um, if I have questions, I'm going to find the answer. If, if I have a need, I'm going to get it. Um, I'm definitely going to make sure I look good. <laughs> while I'm doing it. While I'm doing it. You know, and then I'm strong and, and that's the thing is like if you're if you're naked and you're not comfortable, you're not confident, it's because something something's wrong. Right? So You're you know, an overcomer to me. You, you gotta figure that out. Yeah. You gotta when put I, the work I, in. I already was thinking the try, yeah. try, yeah. triumpher He's an overcomer. overcomer. Yes. For right. Sure. For that's sure. like that's like the word that would sum him up. Yes, man. a straight overcomer. Overcomer. He overcame a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you, and that ain't even. I, I don't. I, that's I a know. lot of private stuff that tell. we yeah. overcame too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's a beast, man. Like a, a for I real man. It, and, and you know, I'm I'm proud of this young man. And it, I'm not someone to be, you know, oh, I'm, you know what I mean? Looking down on nobody. I look yeah. up to him. You know what I mean? I'm already I'm, doing the same I'm thing very proud in a lot of, of different ways. I'm very proud of him. Appreciate well, it. welcome to Hells Over Bass. All the success. <laughs> all the success, man. Yeah. We out of here, man. Yes, dude. Hells Over Bass. I'm Ronnie Adams. And I'm Jacob Casas. And we thank you for coming on. We're we out. out.